Welcome to Cardiothoracic Imaging, a podcast that explores the legends, legacies, and lessons of chest and cardiac imaging. I am Bert Dreher, Chairman of the Department of Diagnostic, Molecular, and Interventional Radiology at the Mount Sinai Medical Center and the Icon School of Medicine, as well as a past president of the Radiologic Society of North America. I cordially invite you to sit back and relax as we journey through chest and cardiac imaging through the lens of the field's leading experts. And now, from the Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City, New York, it is my pleasure to introduce your hosts, Adam Bernheim and Michael Chung. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Cardiothoracic Imaging. I am Adam Bernheim, and I'm privileged to be joined by my distinguished co-host, Dr. Mike Chung. How are you today, Mike? I'm very well today, Adam. Thank you so much. Uh, We're both excited uh, to be launching this podcast here today in our small little office that we share. And I'm especially excited to be doing it right alongside you from you know, the conception of this project to reaching this opening episode in just a few short months, it has certainly been a whirlwind experience for both of us. I think this office is now officially a podcast studio. Mm. And yeah, I'm equally excited to launch this new project, as I think our field has reached a threshold where there is utility in producing this content. By means of introduction, I would just like to say that we aim to have this opening episode serve as sort of a brief introduction to this new series but it is a unique one in that we have no guest. All future episodes will feature an interview with a leading expert in our field, often as a means to serve as a centerpiece for a particular topic. A new episode will be released twice per month, approximately on the first of each month, with this first episode corresponding to April 1st, and around the 15th of each month. We hope that this podcast will benefit not only seasoned subspecialty chest and cardiac imagers, but also general radiologists and trainees and perhaps some of our clinical colleagues too, including pulmonologists and cardiologists, cardiothoracic surgeons, vascular surgeons, medical and radiation oncologists, and pathologists. In fact, we will also be interviewing several leading clinicians in these fields to bring their perspective and expertise to our listeners. You know, sometimes I wonder what a referring provider really wants to know when they order a study for a particular patient for a particular indication. Let's say, for example, what does a cardiothoracic surgeon really want to know when they order a CT for a heart transplant patient with a particular symptom? So we will have the opportunity to have those kinds of discussions as well. Well said, Adam. Although we, and along with this podcast, are based out of New York City, uh, we hope to cover all geographic territories, knowing that cardiothoracic imagers practice very differently across this country and around the world. A big influence in creating this podcast was both of our curiosity and how the various leaders in our fields practice all over the country. From the little details in their workflow, to the breadth of pathology that they see on a daily basis, to the practice patterns that they have in their interventional procedures, the possibilities of topics that we plan on addressing are truly endless. In addition, there's certainly an amazing amount of literature and research being produced in our field on a monthly basis, and sometimes keeping up with this can be a bit overwhelming. Certainly. So we also hope to highlight some of the important 
landmark articles in this podcast, both past and present. And we hope to highlight and interview the authors of those articles across both radiology and cardiology. Um, Absolutely, Mike. And, you know, um, I've been thinking about this recently, and I'd like to suggest that there is no greater time than now to be a cardiothoracic imager. On the clinical side, the quantity and quality of chest and cardiac imaging has increased to record highs, where the value of our subspecialty interpretation is being increasingly recognized in academic centers and private practices. In education, a new generation of residents and cardiothoracic imaging fellows are being trained at a level higher than ever before. And advances in basic science and clinical research have had enormous impacts on our field. With new breakthroughs on the horizon, parenthetically, many of which we aim to focus on individually throughout the course of this podcast series, including through interviews of those leading individuals that are pioneering that progress. In just the past few years, technologies that were seen as part of a vague and distant theoretical future have become part of the mainstream present reality. Whether it is applications of dual energy imaging in the chest, widespread adoption of lung cancer screening, or validation of FFRCT in coronary imaging, our field has experienced its share of milestones with new and perhaps even more impactful innovations doubtlessly coming soon. Mike, what are some of the advances in our field that have you most excited? I must say that I 100% agree, but Don't forget about things like radiomics, deep learning, and artificial intelligence, which are uh, hot buzz topics in our field today. And I think we're both incredibly blessed to be young, energetic, energetic radiologists right now at this moment, as our field is rapidly evolving. As a junior attending, I would have to say that my first exposure to cardiac MRI opened my eyes to how incredibly beautiful and moving That's a pun. Very good. I got it. Our imaging can be. It's also exciting to see how CT and MR imaging have both evolved to play a huge role in the preoperative and postoperative care for our interventional cardiology patients, such as those receiving TAVRs, TIMBRs, and even valve and valve repairs. Certainly. And I think that we're even up to transcatheter tricuspid valves now. There we go. And, uh, you know, I just on a side note, I want to point out and for the record, uh, specifically give you credit, Mike, for having the original idea to create a podcast. I have to be honest, my first reaction to the idea was, you know, everything in radiology revolves around images. When was the last time you ever went to a radiology lecture without images or opened a radiology textbook without images? or even tried to take any radiology board examination that didn't have images at its core. So how can there be an audio-only podcast for radiology? But after thinking about it more, I think there is actually benefit in discussion without images, which in some ways can be limiting. We want to explore the nuances of our field and learn some of the secrets not written about in textbooks. And we think this audio podcast format centered around guest interviews can achieve that. For instance, One of our early guests will be Dr. David Lynch, an expert on interstitial lung disease, and I'm very excited to have a conversation with him about the nuances of ILD without any images. Also on a more practical level, we know that most of our listeners are inordinately busy and lack the time to watch a video, so the audio-only format lends itself well to otherwise low-yield time that people may spend commuting or exercising, for instance. For sure. Let's give our wary radiology eyes a rest, shall we? And, you know, as chest radiologists, I think 
um, words have a lot of power, and the way we describe things um, can dictate care. So uh, the podcast format, I think, would flow truly in line with this. Um, you know, I have to go back and say when we thought of this idea, I brought it up to you because I thought you'd have an excellent podcast voice, and I must say, sorry to disappoint. I w- no, I, I must say I was right. Podcast format—it's you know, a relatively recent innovation uh, that arose in this millennium, and alongside the development of MP3 technology, it's really exploded in popularity. And as you kind of alluded to, it's one of the most easily accessible and digestible media platforms. And we both love how it can transport the listener into a room to join in on an intimate conversation. Ultimately, I hope that our listeners will not only learn something factual or gain new radiology pearls from each episode, but I also hope that they get to know the individuals in our field on a personal level. As you said, Adam, we want to pick their brains and learn uh, things that they otherwise wouldn't share unless you work with them or train under them as a fellow. You and I both have had close mentor and mentee relationships with many of our senior attendings, particularly during our fellowship training. And that's really played a a huge role in how we read studies, how we teach, and how we do research on a daily basis. I hope we're able to convey that our subspecialty is very unique in that sense. You know, chest radiologists are overall very small in number in the big scheme of things, but we're like a family. We're an extremely close-knit community. We certainly do have a close-knit community, which is one of the things that I really like about our field, but it's also an international community. And we want to highlight that by having an international series as part of this podcast. While there is a wide range of variation in how chest and cardiac imaging is practiced throughout the United States, including from large academic institutions to smaller community settings, we think it might be interesting to learn from some of the world's leading cardiothoracic imagers around the globe to learn how things might be done differently. What is it like to practice cardiothoracic imaging in Belgium or Brazil, India or Ireland? Austria or Australia, South Africa or South Korea. You're looking at me when you said South Korea. Hmm. So, you know, we're sitting here both in Fifth Avenue of Manhattan, and we both really do wonder what it would be like to be a chest or cardiac imager in a different country. I would be lying if I said I hadn't perused through the pages of the Korean Journal of Radiology in the past and imagined what my life would be like if my parents never immigrated to the States. But you know, Adam, realistically, I think in that scenario, I would probably be trying to become a pop star, Korean pop star. <laughs> uh, would have failed miserably, and then would be pursuing uh, my other passions in coffee brewing. Even when I attended the last World Congress of Imaging in Boston a couple years back, it was amazing to hear and uh, talk to speakers from all over the world, such as the Japanese talking about their biopsy techniques. Some of our episodes will focus on exploring the careers of leading senior cardiothoracic radiologists, almost serving as a documentary of how our field has evolved throughout the decades. Indeed, our next episode, our first real episode with a guest coming on April 15th, is with Dr. Teresa McLeod of the Massachusetts General Hospital and is an example of where we hope our listeners can benefit from hearing about the progression of chest imaging from a pioneer and giant of her generation. I think there's so much to learn from experienced individuals who have dedicated their professional lives to this field and have consistently practiced at the highest of the highest levels. I think if someone is striving to become more skilled at any discipline, 
ranging from becoming a tennis player or a cellist or anything else, there is enormous utility in meticulously studying the creme de la creme. Just as it is no accident when an elite Olympic athlete triumphs or when Warren Buffett has a successful investment, so too someone like Dr. McLeod did not just wake up one morning and become Dr. McLeod. We want to learn about the years of work, challenges overcome, and strategies employed from the very best in our field, which is why we refer to the show as one that journeys through the legends, legacies, and lessons of chest and cardiac imaging, as well as advice they may have for those in an earlier or more foundational stage of their career. And certainly, we want to hear the anecdotal stories along the way that capture the human side of these giants and of our field. Of course, we also have a broad range of guests, including younger ones, who might help us understand how a junior radiologist can attain clinical and academic success. Some of our episodes may focus more on the past, others on the present, and still others on the future, but we hope each will be enlightening and entertaining. Mike, you trained at the University of Maryland, and one of our early guests will be Dr. Charlie White. What are some of the things you learn most from working with him on a daily basis, and what are you most excited to ask him in our upcoming interview? You know, I can sum it up with one word when I would try to describe Dr. Charlie White, and that is he's a mensch. That's a, a term that I learned in, in my fellowship. I absolutely agree. Are he you is. familiar? <laughs> I think so. Yes. He's definitely one of the most even-keeled, uh, consistent uh, attendings that I've ever met, and just a great example of someone who is so hardworking, but also so bright, and how does one really uh, keep that up many years into his career? It's something I'd want to know. Uh, what I'd also like to learn is, you know, how did Dr. White build such a powerhouse institution at the University of Maryland? How did he recruit and bring in the likes of Robert Pugach, Jeffrey Galvin, Annie Frazier, Seth Kligerman? You know, what was it like training Gene Judy as a fellow? But, um, you know, there must have been some sort of salary cap, right, in the department? <laughs> How do they get all those people? You know, they're essentially the Golden State Warriors of our chest radiology MBA. It would also be interesting to look into how Dr. White found his various niches, such as his uh, research on triple rule-out CTA. And did Dr. White even have any mentors that helped him along our way? You know, in our interviews, I hope to highlight various programs that have well-established fellowship training programs. I want listeners around the country and hopefully around the world to learn what makes up a good training program, how different training programs differ, and how to maintain a steady stream of fellows year after year. Sure, and, and some of our episodes of the show will spotlight a very specific topic and interview a leading authority in that niche area. Whether it is a facet of image-guided thoracic intervention, non-vascular chest MR, or T2 mapping and cardiac MR, we think there is value in dedicating entire episodes to exploring with depth some of the nooks and crannies of cardiothoracic imaging that may be of benefit to those who are not experts in those specific topics. Some of the other episodes might be of greater benefit to trainees. Perhaps we can learn from some of the leaders in our field what their search pattern is in approaching a case, how to maximize efficiency without compromising quality, how to develop a successful academic career, how to handle clinical consults and thrive in interdisciplinary conferences, develop good relationships with referring clinical teams, increase your odds of success at publishing, how to approach the vast world of published literature, how to get involved in national organizations and committees, how to apply for a grant, 
how to improve teaching skills of students, residents, and fellows, and how to become a leader, how to handle yourself if you read a case and have a big miss, how to approach other opportunities like consulting for medical industry or serving as an expert witness for medical malpractice cases. Indeed, we hope to have great guest interviews that explore these and many other more selected topics that may be of particular benefit to those in an earlier stage of their career. You know, Adam, I can think I can sum up this first episode of the podcast by saying we're both extremely excited to be embarking on this journey, and I hope it's a long journey. We hope to bring our listeners along with us to not only grow their enthusiasm and love for our subspecialty, but to also hopefully inspire the next generation of imagers to pursue an undoubtedly fun and an exciting career in cardiothoracic radiology. You know, we want to also conclude by saying a big thank you to our current fellow, Jose Concepcion, uh, who is our head of tech and audiovisual, and we've made it an official part of his fellowship training. And uh, a couple of our senior residents, Andrew Pagano and Shira Steinberger, who've helped us along the way. And who will also be our chess fellow starting in July. Oh, yeah, good point. We would also like to thank Mark Swilly for designing the artwork of our podcast. We're just signing off now, and we hope that the listeners will join us again soon in the future for Cardiothoracic Imaging. Thank you for listening to Cardiothoracic Imaging, a podcast that journeys through the legends, legacies, and lessons of chest and cardiac imaging. We hope you have enjoyed listening and look forward to seeing you next time.